A lot of people were trying to use uh, Dubai as kind of a stepping stone to migrate to other countries like Canada or Australia. It was there that I got the perspective that where you're born, where, you know, the country that you happen to come from can have such a huge impact on how you see the world, your access to the rest of the world. Okay, three, two, one. Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia, and Puerto Rico to be exact, and we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. Get ready for a candid convo with us, Nicole and Kate. Throughout this podcast, we'll be sharing our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hello, Nicole. Hey, Kate. Ooh, I'm so excited for today's topic. It's all about perspective, and I'm really excited to bring this to light because it wasn't until a few years ago that I started consciously thinking about perspective and what a huge difference it can make. And I think oftentimes when a big life event happens, or maybe you suffer the loss of a loved one, or perhaps you just experience something yourself that kind of shakes you, then you really start to realize that a lot of the day-to-day worries and stresses that we carry, they just don't stack up. Or it might just be an experience that completely shifts your perspective in the most amazing way and kind of makes you think twice about the value you put on your own time, on your relationships, and really overall how you're choosing to live your life. And hopefully this conversation can serve as a pause for anyone who might need it from our listener friends tuning in to consider how you're valuing your time, your energy, your emotions, your relationships, the list goes on. So Nicole, I think it would be cool to just kick off today's episode and get us started by just asking you what comes to mind when you think about perspective? Ooh, lots of things. And like you, I I started to become conscious of how I saw the world um, when I started traveling and living overseas. So all the things that you mentioned, you know, how we value our time, energy and emotions, I feel the things that come to mind with perspective to uh, what do I value in life? What are the things that are important to me? And I distinctly remember through my experiences realizing that some of the things that I think are really important and valuable are definitely not the same things that another person would see as valuable mm. because of either their age, where they're from, you know, their, their upbringing, mm-hmm. where they're living in the world. So many of those things inform your perspective, right? Oh, I think that's such a great point. And even just you talking about that right now, it got me thinking too. I feel like a couple of my shifts in perspective have really been around you you mentioned things and like I'm thinking of like physical things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that maybe at one point in my life, I was very attached to this idea of like physical things. Mm-hmm. And now like I 
am so excited to clear the decks whenever I have the chance. I clean out my closet on a very regular basis. I don't like clutter. Um, so I think that that is, yeah. And I think it's really great that you bring up the point that, you know, everyone's perspective is different for any number of reasons. I think it's good to to recognize that and to respect, um, you know, where your perspective might be coming from and also where somebody else's might be coming from as well. I think that that really opens our minds to understanding other people better. Yeah. And I also think that the things we believe are true or the values that we might hold as true and maybe think, oh, everyone thinks like this. Everyone holds the same values, the same opinions. I think the more experience you have, the more you open your mind to other people's perspective, the more that has to be challenged or you challenge those assumptions and those ideas. Yeah. And and I think it, in doing so, it adds so much richness to your own life. I, I was thinking a lot about this watching the Anthony Bourdain um, documentary. I feel like that was a really just raw example of a changing perspective at work. I love that. Yeah, I love that documentary. I know we t- we talked about uh, I don't think you had seen it when after I had seen it. So no. I, we haven't we haven't spoken about it since. Um uh, I I was just like in tears but probably throughout if I'm being honest, but definitely by the end. <laughs> oh my gosh, I I was sobbing. <laughs> Mm, yeah. I let out this sob at the end, the guy that was sitting next to me, I was trying to hold it in so badly <laughs> and then it escaped and I, I felt the guy next to me just look at me and I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so- <laughs> <laughs> it was very moving. And yeah, when yes. I think of Anthony Bourdain, I think of from the experiences that he was able to have through his travel, what stands out to me is that I felt like he just didn't judge people. Every time you Mm. saw him in different cultures in the company of different people, wherever he was around the world, you just felt like he was completely open to hearing their stories, seeing them for who they were and very able to detach from his, very aware of his own where he was coming from, you know, his experiences mm-hmm. in life, his mm-hmm. um, upbringing and all of that. But he was able to really listen. I don't know, you just felt that those con- those connections were so real with the people he had. And and I think that that's what was really hard about um, watching that documentary and how his life ended because I felt like if there was someone in the world who had the broadest perspective, yes. it would have been him. Anthony Bourdain, to me, is someone who represents someone who was extremely open-minded and really was able to have the experiences that most people don't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I know that, yeah, thinking of it and talking about it now, um, I know that we're going to share some quotes in this episode that really have guided us and you know, our go-tos when we might need a shift in perspective or just a reminder. Um, And I'm actually surprised that Anthony's uh, weren't one of the ones that we chose because I many times go back to, and for anyone tuning in to, I've had a lot of people because when I see a documentary or a film that moving, I literally can't stop talking about it. Mm -hmm. I recommended that to so many people. And a lot of people's first reaction was, 
I'm not into food. And mm. I just like, it made me sad that somebody would think that I, I was like, it actually has nothing to do with food at all. If you are a travel lover, if you are someone who has a thirst for life, um, like you said, if you're, you know, open and and looking for like that cultural crossover that can be just like such an enhancement um, to your life, then highly, highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame that it, the association for some would just be that it, it's about that he's all about food. Did mm-hmm. you read Kitchen Confidential, his autobiography? No, I have it on my list to pick mm-hmm. up because after seeing that, yeah. I, I thought I've got to read that book. Yeah. Yeah. Have you yeah. read it? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. It's one of those that I often quote and tell people things from that book which unfortunately some of them are related to food like never order the specials on any (laughs) any menu it's a because it's what's interesting about that book it's his life his perspective you learn so much about who he is as a person and just what an incredible human being he is and then you also get a lot of practical tips that I honestly apply yeah, to, if you're like a restaurant goer. Yeah, or eating like yeah. or even just things in in your own kitchen and things to have in your own yeah. house. So there is some really practical um tips in there, but there's also this human experience and understanding this human being that um is is beautiful. So yeah, now that you've seen the documentary, you have to catch you have to read his book as well. I'm going to start reading it tonight. <laughs> Well, speaking of travel, Nicole, I know that both of us are huge travel lovers and it might go without saying for you and I that travel is something that has been a huge impact on our perspective shifting and the different experiences that we've had with that. But I would love to hear from you if you have a specific travel experience um, that you want to share when your perspective was shifted and kind of how that happened. Yeah, well, personally, for me, I feel my experiences living abroad, those experiences to date have given me probably the greatest perspective shifts in my life. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it would happen not immediately. I feel my first experience in Japan, I got a lot of perspective after I left. But when I lived in Dubai, for example... And I lived there for six years. I had so many experiences meeting different people from different parts of the world. So Dubai in that way is very different to Japan, which is a much more homogenous society. I had a very Japanese experience, if you, if you will. Mm-hmm. But where Dubai was very different is that it's a place where there's a lot of expats that come from everywhere to, to work and live And so I ended up meeting people from so many different countries and from vastly different experiences around the world because of the socioeconomic conditions of those countries, uh, the political instability. A lot of people came from countries where there was a lot of political unrest and instability Mm. and they're living and working there. A lot of people were trying to use uh, Dubai as kind of a stepping stone to migrate to other countries like Canada or Australia. Yeah. And so 
it was there that I got the perspective that where you're born, where, you know, the country that you happen to come from can have such a huge impact on how you see the world, your access to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And without sounding like this is a political statement or anything like that, but I really learned to be grateful for the fact that I was from Australia and that my passport mm. was Australian. And it sounds mm-hmm. maybe odd, but it really mattered. It really mattered in that context where you came from as to what job you would get, the salary that you would earn. It was almost like a currency. Yeah. And that was just, that was a huge perspective shift. I think I was very naive when I got there and I I hadn't traveled at that point to other countries. Like a lot of my colleagues were Indian, Sri Lankan. Um, yeah, I think that's so interesting to consider all these different perspectives kind of like coming together. And even just I've experienced in like very simple conversations that I've had with people when we've been traveling overseas. Um, you know, I think of times when I might be chatting with someone and they make a comment like, you're so lucky that you guys are in the US because that's where all the conferences are. And we don't have any conferences over here. We have to travel so far. So, I mean, even something as simple as that, or of course, you know, it could turn into, you know, other much bigger um, issues or, or things, but it really makes you think twice about some of the things maybe you're taking for granted, um, you know, to your point, realizing like how lucky you felt to hold an Australian passport. Um, for some people, that would be literally life-changing. Um, and I, I think that it's really beautiful to to have those travel experiences and, and for you really a living experience where even just everyday conversations over coffee can just open up this whole world that you didn't even know existed. And those conversations are, are incredibly powerful. Yeah. If I think about the first teaching job that I took up in Dubai that the reason why I ended up moving there was for a teaching role and it was in a school that we talked about this where I ended up Mm -hmm. leaving that first school Mm -hmm. it was at that school where I first experienced the inequality between the teachers that was marked by their background or their passport so as an Australian I was paid more than a teacher coming from India and we had the exact same job. Mm. And I remember, I didn't know that at the time, there were some teachers who were a bit more outspoken and were a bit more confrontational about that or had said it to me in a matter of fact, because I think they realized, oh, you're new here, you don't know how things work. And by the way, this is, you know, one of the situations that, that exist. And I remember being quite, quite shocked. Um, And I remember actually having a friend, a couple, there were uh, a couple, he was Indian and he had said to me, and he was, he had grown up in Dubai and he said, oh, well, you know, they sign up for that. You know, when you get those roles, you sign up for that and you know what the, what you're going to get paid. And I was like, okay, that's a point, but they also don't have a choice, you know, Yeah. they also don't have a choice. And so, and I ended up leaving that school and it wasn't just for that reason, but it made me aware that it's not a given that if you have a teaching qualification, your skills in some context 
it doesn't necessarily mean that we're all going to be treated equal. So that gave Mm -hmm. me huge perspective. Yeah, definitely. And to think that, you know, realizing something like that or being in a scenario where something like that is brought to life, along with that, the other experiences that you had um, traveling and what that opened up for you in terms of um, perspective, mindset, uh, how you value, you know, something like the Australian passport is, um, I think, I think it's huge. And I know for myself, I had huge, huge perspective shifts in the first overseas trip that I took um, when John and I, uh, you know, I had for a very long time, my dream was to travel to Europe and it felt so unattainable. I couldn't afford it. I didn't have the time off from work to be able to do it. Like I was trying to envision it, but I couldn't because I felt like there were so many stops in place. And when John and I finally booked a ticket to do a two-week trip in Europe in 2014, I mean, not only did my perspective shift from thinking, okay, this is something I didn't think was going to be possible and now we're making it happen. And it was kind of almost like, anything's possible at that point, because for such a long time, it was something that I never thought would happen. Um, So a a perspective shift of just like, how much control you actually do have over what happens in in your future, that was huge. But then once we got over there, I felt like I was just introduced to like, have you ever had those moments when after you get back from a vacation, you look at the clock and you think about what you would have been doing if you were still in that place? Have you ever done that? I do it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Like after we got back from Europe, I would find myself, you know, it would be, I don't know, maybe like 10 p.m. And I'd be thinking like, oh, I'd just be waking up in Paris. And right after we woke up, I'd go for a run down that cobblestone street. And at the end of that, you know, run was where I'd go pick up my coffee. And like, I would think of how people are living. And I would think about, Mm. you know, all the people that I would encounter on a day-to-day basis and what they were doing, you know, the, the, gentleman who ran the fruit stand and the woman who owned the wine shop and all these people that you come in contact with and um, share an experience or a moment with thinking of being in that moment and that those people are there doing their thing even right now and and you know of course I'm wherever I am doing my thing and and how your life intersects and how those experiences intersect and um, I, I really think that it opened up just almost like a metaverse for me mm. that before I didn't know that existed. I didn't know that in Paris, you know, there that it was set up like that. Or when you go to Italy and you hike the hills and the mountains, that that's what it would look like. Or being in Australia or New Zealand or Hong Kong or, you know, walking the night markets in Hong Kong. Like I, I would have never been able to imagine that up. And like having those experiences of, of how different people are living in different places with different mindsets and different perspectives and different things that are important to them back to your point from the beginning of this episode um, I just really think it it opens up a, a I guess a broader perspective is the best way I can put it right now but yeah 
now that you put it that way, I, I see what you mean. And it almost feels like when you're in your day to day and you're back in your home country and you're back to your routine, the things that you stress and worry about just seem so petty because mm. as soon as you become aware of the variety of experiences out there, the things that you end up getting mad about or getting upset about, they sometimes can seem really insignificant mm-hmm. when you've when you've witnessed perhaps or perhaps you've traveled to a country where it's a lot poorer than where you're from, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But when you mentioned a broader perspective, one of my favorite quotes is from Rick Steves and he says the ultimate souvenir is a broader perspective. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing you can bring home with you. Yeah. Oh, Rick. Oh, Oh, I'm such a huge Rick Steves fan. Um, When I think about travel, you know, he's, it seems almost silly to say this, but he's been such a big part of our travel experiences, how we plan our trips and what we do once we're on the ground somewhere. And likewise to Anthony Bourdain, I, I really, I hold Rick's perspective and point of view on things at a very high level. He's always, he's always got great things to say about travel. Another quote that I have here, Kate, is probably one of my favorite quotes that stood out to me when I read Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. It was one of the first books that I read right after Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. So I was on the self-improvement train and um, mm-hmm. and this was the one that always came up. And Dale Carnegie says, he actually quotes Henry Ford and he says, here is one of the best bits of advice ever given about the fine art of human relationships. If there is any one secret of success, says Henry Ford, it lies in the ability to get the other person's point of view and see things from that person's angle as well as from your own. And I remember the first time I read this, it hit me like, wow, that's it. Because in in the book, I remember Carnegie saying, if there's just one thing you get even from this book Mm -hmm. is the ability to see things from another person's perspective is really the secret to success. And it's like, that's it. That's all I have to do. (laughs) (laughs) But then when you unpack it and when you have more experiences and, and you go through life and you and business and you realize that you really can't, you can't win an argument. You can't get somebody to see your point of view. You can't build a great product in business. You know, you can't negotiate a great deal if you really, if you can't see the other person's perspective or if you can't mm-hmm. have, if you don't have the ability to be in their shoes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I even think that it crosses over into, you know, thinking about empathy and friendship and relationships. Like that's absolutely required in all areas of life, right? To really be able to put yourself in someone else's shoes. I think that, that, yeah, 
it makes me think too of just like conversations that I've had with people. You know, we talked a lot about travel and seeing things from other perspectives, maybe from a cultural standpoint or an upbringing standpoint, or even from a status standpoint. Um, but also from like an age and experience perspective of like, you know, maybe somebody much younger than you mm-hmm. who is still in that stage where, you know, they've that like naive in a good way, like they just don't know yet. And they have this beautiful perspective of like anything's possible and always smiling and like the laugh that just like lights up the room all the way to, you know, much older generations, grandparents, even great grandparents who you sit and have conversations with and you start to understand from their perspective, looking back on life and and honoring, you know, the experiences that they've had, like what really stands out to them. And I think that like I've gained so much personally from conversations like that, where I think, wow, here I was today, like stressing about an email that I sent out. And then I go up and hang out with like my 85 year old neighbor. And they're, you know, talking about these incredible experiences from when they were in their 30s and 40s. And I think like, why am I, you know, I got, I got to have a little shift in perspective here. <laughs> Did you grew up with grandparents, right? I did, yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't, and I often wonder that experience of hearing life stories, advice from people who are a lot older mm-hmm. from a young age can can already start to change your perspective. And I know I think as young when you're younger, you tend to dismiss what older people Yeah. A saying or a trying to advising or they might seem really cynical or angry and you and you know from a young person's perspective it's because there's a bit of a disconnect right your perspective is that the world is fresh and new and mm-hmm. but an older person has seen so much more and so there, there is that disconnect but yeah. yeah, I think it's interesting depending on like your age and your maturity and everything it could you know run the spectrum of I'm not paying any attention and this doesn't make any sense to me to like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. And I'm absorbing it and trying to understand it. And um, I remember my mom's parents, uh, who we called nanny and papa growing up, my nanny was very into family history. Like she was very much into sharing that. She was very much into I didn't know it at the time, but now that my mom's very into family history now as well, all of my grandparents have passed now, Mm -hmm. Um, but she has kind of like carried that torch and shown me a lot of what my nanny had put together, which I didn't know that she had actually put together in like books and binders and news clippings and like all this kind of stuff. But I do remember when we were growing up and I was probably... I don't know, seven years old or something, you know, quite young. But she told me about how her and my papa came over from Norway. So they were first generation in the United States and how my papa didn't speak English. 
And he had to, all he spoke was Norwegian, how he had to go to school and, you know, he'd get made fun of for not knowing English. And he taught himself how to, and it it reminded me when you were talking about your parents too, Mm -hmm. and how they came over and they had to teach themselves and learn like so much not just culturally and not just like from a new landscape perspective, Mm -hmm. but even the language, which can be one of the most difficult, Mm -hmm. right? And man, I remember that sticking out to me so much, just thinking like it blew my mind that they came over and, you know, didn't know English, didn't have a job, didn't, you know, we're barely making it happen on a farm, like somewhere in Minnesota. And And then to see them, at that time where they had a beautiful home and they had worked, you know, full jobs and went into retirement and they had, you know, their entire family around them. And yeah, it really, I I thought, gosh, that'll, that'll teach you a thing or two about complaining about, (laughs) you know, petty stuff to your point before. Well, I had no idea that your heritage was Norwegian. Mm-hmm. Both sides of my uh, family, actually, really Norway and Sweden, a little bit of a little bit of both. Okay. And those are interestingly enough, to, you know, on the topic of travel a little bit, too, is like I've never been to either. I would love to go visit and kind of see some of the places where my grandparents and great grandparents came from. Well, it sounds like it's being passed down from uh, your grandmother to your mom now to you to be interested in family history and and yeah. all that. So maybe yeah, definitely. So I know you mentioned that your grandparent that you didn't grow up with grandparents, but do you feel like there was kind of this wiser experience perspective in your life? Maybe conversations that you had with someone who had shared experiences, or maybe a little bit of like where they came from that really shifted your perspective on things. I think I only really experienced this through my parents because I didn't grow up with grandparents. We didn't have any aunts or uncles in Australia either. My parents migrated in the 70s and they came on on their own. But my parents were a little bit older, I suppose, than the average age. Both of them were 36 when I was born. So that's a little bit old if we're talking, you know, Mm -hmm. back in the late 70s, early 80s. And so I always felt like my parents had a bit more of an older person's perspective, but they also had a perspective of growing up in extremely different conditions to the life we were having in Australia and the life we were living in Australia. My dad was an orphan at the age of three. He was born. Oh, wow. Mm, he was born post-war Italy. And so there would have been a lot of kids who'd lost their parents, a lot of children. And so he was put in an orphanage from the age of three. He had no family that could actually take him in. That only happened, yeah, much later. Well, much later. He was 12 when an uncle Mm -hmm. came to pick him up from the orphanage. And... and so I, I would hear stories of this and I actually met that uncle. I was lucky to meet that uncle. And he did tell me the story that when he picked up dad, who was only 12 at the time, was it could have been an exaggeration. He weighed 17 kilos. I don't know what that oh, is in gosh. pounds, but it it's, sounds like he was extremely yeah. malnourished. And I feel that informed a lot of my dad's perspective on life, having that upbringing. And you can imagine mm-hmm. that if you are in an 
orphanage. It's post-war Italy. You know, Italy was ravaged by the war and there would have been a shortage of food and all of that. Those experiences Mm -hmm. are going to leave their mark, right? So I think my dad had this very, he passed in in, in 2016. My dad had this very happy-go-lucky attitude with of life, almost a carefreeness that sometimes came across as a little bit almost careless or selfish in some ways. Mm-hmm. But I realized really later on, and this is where my perspective shifted, how can you expect someone who's had those experiences to have the same to have a perspective or an, or a parenting style or you know a view of the world that is well it's definitely not going to be similar to yours right right yeah, yeah. Or, or, or yeah exactly and so that was dad's side and I think mom also had a not a, a too different experience in the sense that again post-war not enough food all of that stuff I grew up with them, you know, not shoving it down our throats, but making sure we were aware of how lucky we were to have the things that we had here in Australia and the life that we were uh, living. So, and again, that we talked about their lack of language skills when they came in, Mm -hmm. similar to your grandparents, like life is very different when the things that are so, that you take for granted because you speak the language. And in my experience too, going to Dubai where the second official language is English, everybody does speak English. My experience mm-hmm. of living and working somewhere else is so different to someone who's coming into a country where, you know, they're disadvantaged by language or they're disadvantaged for a whole host of other reasons. So you definitely get perspective there when you, yeah. have, when you hear those stories. Well, and I think that it says a lot, too, about your ability to empathize. And I know that we'll do a future episode talking about empathy, but I can't help but think about empathy and gratitude, too, when we when we mention a lot of these stories and experiences that, um, you know, there's so many other um, experiences or, or things that might happen in one's life that would be, you know, a massive perspective shift that we haven't even touched at all. I mean, health problems um, coming up or, you know, losing loved ones and and what that does for your perspective. And um, I know that we could probably go in a lot of different directions in this episode, but um, talking about, you know, your parents kind of not shoving down your throat, but being sure to remind you of what they went through. It reminds me of like, you know, we always joke about, I used to walk 10 miles in the snow to get to school. You know, that's kind of like the ever present (laughs) reminder that your parents give you. But it does bring up gratitude. And and I think that is something for me that is a huge go to um, whenever I'm kind of feeling like I'm looking at something maybe not in the best way mm-hmm. but I don't but I feel kind of stuck about it you know I have you've mentioned a couple of quotes already in this episode and and one of my go-to quotes when I feel that way and I feel like I just kind of need to snap out of it is a quote from Oprah and she says the more you praise and celebrate your life the more there is in life to celebrate 
Um, and I think it's just a really beautiful reminder that, um, you know, all these lessons and experiences and, and broadening of our perspective, whether it be through travel or people we meet, conversations we have with, you know, those wiser than us. I think it's a, a great reminder. Yeah. Well, Nicole, I feel like that is a great way to round out today's chat on perspective. And friends, we hope that you've picked up a thing or two that you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most. And friends, if you enjoyed this conversation and you have a friend in mind who might also find this conversation helpful, share it with them. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time. 